the sun is shining and all of my favorite plant friends are popping up right now. Speaking of plants, what are you growing this year? Do you know? Do you know what kind of medicine will be in your garden? Or are you still trying to figure it out? Totally okay if you're still trying to figure it out. We're all growing and learning on this journey, right? But if you want some help, I do have a family medicine garden guides. It's basically 10 essential herbs that I feel like every mom needs to know and grow in their yard. I give you some growing tips and ways that you can use it as medicine, and it's totally free. So if you want that, I'm going to pop a link in the show notes here for you to grab it and give Get your hands digging in the dirt and growing incredible medicine for you and your family. Well, here we are. We are live officially. I see us moving and everything's all good. And I am really excited to have a chat with you and reconnect with you and talk about life and how it's been and what has changed for you since you began using more plants as medicine in life and how that has helped you in any kind of way, shape, or form. So as people get here, if you just want to say hello and let us know that you're here, you're welcome to. Let us know if you're sipping on some tea. That would be lovely. And I want to introduce you to Amanda. Amanda is a beautiful mother of two amazing children, one about the same age as my daughter, Seamus, and also a new high school graduate, which has got to bring about all kinds of emotions. And she's a yoga instructor, and I think you help make people make college more accessible for people that need it, if that's correct in my understanding. Um, Yeah. So this is Amanda Stanley. Hello and welcome to the Herbalist Path podcast. I'm your host, Mel Mutterspaugh. I'm a clinical herbalist, environmental educator, founder and formulator of an herbal products company called Mountain Mel's Essential Goods. And my most important role in life is being the mother of a beautiful young daughter. I also have this crazy passion for teaching people to use plants as medicine in a safe and effective way. Herbalism is the most sustainable way to take care of yourself, your family, the plants, and our precious planet. In this podcast, you'll get a mix of interviews with fellow herbalists, herb farmers, product makers, herbal educators, clinicians, and plain old plant geeking herb nerds similar to myself. You'll also get some episodes where it's just me dishing you some great info on how you can safely use herbs for yourself and your family. It's an honor to have you here and joining in on a serious mission to inspire a movement where there's an herbalist in every home again. Amanda, tell us a little more about you and, um, your story, because I'm sure I botched it a bit. <laughs> well, um, no, I think you you covered all the bases, I think, a little bit there. But uh, yeah, I uh, was living in Albany, just recently moved to Brownsville, Oregon, uh, which is like, I think, 
27 miles south of Albany, uh, a little more up in the mountains. So we're a little higher up. Uh, it's a little mistier and a little rainier and more mountainy looking, which I love. Yeah. Um, so that's been kind of cool. A little weird because my my kids are a little further away. And so we see each other a little less right now. But um, yeah, it's been kind of a fun adjustment living in a small town. I work remote. Oh, were you going to say something? Else? I was just going to say, I've been really enjoying your photos of all the beauty around you. Like it's been amazing. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful place out here. There's I'm kind of evenly sort of distributed, like where I'm at, I could get to Lebanon or Corvallis or Albany or Eugene sort of evenly in time to get to these places. And so you take a bunch of back roads, I've been learning all these back roads to get places and like the views, I had no idea. So we're like sitting on top of a bunch of awesome views out here um, out in the country. (laughs) That's so nice. Yeah. But yeah, so I actually work remote. Um, I don't have to leave my house if I didn't want to in, in, in these times, which is kind of weird. But um, yeah, so I work at Portland Community College, uh, technically, though from home. And I am working to implement a program district-wide for them that will essentially uh, improve basic needs support services for students on campus. So um, the hope is to help create more accessibility so that students don't have to drop out um, and they don't have to figure out, you know, the million hoops to jump through to get to resource that will help them stay in school. So um, just kind of helping change the voice on campus more towards, you know, students aren't 21 and rich and, you know, have all the things and cheap rent and can work a part-time job and pay for their school. It doesn't work like that anymore. So um, just creating more conversations around uh, the reality around what students are actually facing and that most of them are parents and they have families and it's real, real hard. Yeah. That's such important work. Thank Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) Thank you. As somebody who went through those struggles also, like, how do I get through this? And I don't have parents paying for my college. And um, yeah, it was a really big struggle for me back in those days. So I definitely appreciate the help that you're giving these people so much. So um, yeah, you're also a student who dove into the world of herbalism and you joined me last year when it was herbs for immune or strengthen strengthening and boosting your immune resilience or something very long and confusing in the name. So I shortened (laughs) it this year to herbs for immune health. And yeah, I just want to, wanted to bring you on so that you could share with some of the people that may be thinking about joining and, um, hear your experience of the course and how it went for you last year. Yeah. Well, I, it came along right when I needed it. Um, for sure. So, uh, it empowered me, I think more than anything to feel confident. Um, I was dabbling around, I was buying books or folks were buying books for me. And I'd look at them and go, I don't know what any of this stuff is. And that recipe sounds cool, but I don't know how to do it. So yeah. I would just kind of give up because I didn't have the confidence. I didn't have the context, you know, um, the other things I was sort of struggling with was I have kids and I, you know, I wanted to be more, um, earth friendly, more, more body friendly with the things I was putting in me and my kids. And, um, I had, I knew there had to be other ways for us to feel better, you know, and 
T seemed to be doing the trick. So I thought, I, I know I can open open this up a little bit more and, and figure out ways to keep us healthy without, you know, going and buying a bunch of stuff from the store, you know, like Robitussin or any of these other things. So um, I was very interested after, I think you did a free um, like workshop on fire cider and just chopping up my own vegetables and the simplicity of throwing it in the jar and just having the steps go along, like as simple as that sounds, just that in itself is what propelled me into the course to begin with. And then the course was so, so easy to digest the information. Um, you made it so fun. And <laughs> I would just like have this huge smile on my face every time I'd show up to, you know, with the next module. And I have this, this book that is like full of all of these glorious notes Yay. that I took. I know I've just like, <laughs> and so, I mean, and it's all these things that I never really thought about, like um, what to do if you have a cough and how simple it is, you know, an elderberry syrup. And then um, I think, knowing how to do those things is one thing, but also knowing the context of why it's important and what's happening. So even though you were like, Oh, we're going to do the the boring anatomy bits. Like those really were, I think some of my favorite parts, even though they weren't the funnest parts, because (laughs) I don't think that we human beings really learn enough about our insides to understand how to help ourselves. And so we just grasp at things to make ourselves feel better, even if it's off of a store shelf. So, you know, your courses just make it so simple and easy to understand what's happening in here so that we can address it with things that are simple and easy and right around us. And yes, for someone like me who freaks out about like recipes and I'm terrible in the kitchen, like, you know, this was great (laughs) for me. So take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast, who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. I love this time of year. It's spring, the sun is shining, and all of our beautiful plant friends are popping up. It's amazing. Unless, of course, you're one of the millions of people who suffer from seasonal allergies. You know, the itchy, watery eyes, the sneezing and wheezing that's straight miserable. Thankfully, there are some amazing herbs that can help you with all of that, just like the herbs inside of Kick-Ass Allergy from Wish Garden Herbs, one of my absolute favorite herbal companies out there. Kick-Ass Allergy, yes, I said ask without the K at the end. Anyways, this formula has yerbasanta, nettles, echinacea for that immune support, and orange peels, all which come together to help dry up those excessive mucosal secretions. Yep, I'm talking about the sniffles and the stuffy nose, the watery eyes, and all that jazz. This blend also acts as a great expectorant and can help ease the swelling and inflammation in those mucosal tissues. It is a top go-to for seasonal allergies. And get this, they combine all those beautiful herbs with glycerin, so it actually tastes pretty darn good. Or should I say it tastes kick-ass without the K at the end. 
Anyways, if allergy season is miserable for you and you want a natural remedy that actually works for those itchy eyes and being all sneezy and wheezy, you have got to check out Wish Garden Herbs Kick Ask Allergy. And for those of you with the little kiddos, no sweat, they've got a kick it allergy too. And you pregnant mamas? You don't have to suffer either. They've got a kick-ass allergy formula just for you. So head over to wishgardenherbs.com or check out the link in the show notes and go grab yourself some kick-ass allergy so you can enjoy spring again. That's so awesome to hear. I'm really glad that you recognize the importance and the value in the like anatomy part of it all. Cause I'm always so worried when it comes to that part that like nobody comes to me to learn about their anatomy, but the reality is, and you, you were pretty spot on. Like if you don't understand what you're treating, then you're going to have a lot harder time knowing what herb to choose you know? Right. And I loved hearing that you said you felt empowered and like you had been dabbling a little bit, which I started that way too. I definitely started with books and it was exciting and it was fun, but I didn't really know what was going on and why it was working, you know? And then it just kind of made me want to dive deeper into that world. And I think empowered is a really great word for what happens when you start to learn these things. Like, holy cow, you don't have to rely on the Robitussin and whatever is involved inside of that plastic bottle. So that is beautiful. (laughs) Well, I, I actually turned 40 this year and my doctor diagnosed me with osteoarthritis. And so I really felt like it was important. I'd already had these pains in my hands and I was trying to find ways, you know, and and through your class and other things, you know, we get to find out, like, um, I remember we learned about dandelions, for example. And so we learned about dandelions for the gut, but then the dandelion also helps with all of these other things. And so then I started growing dandelions in my yard and then I was brave enough to go through, you know, cause you taught us how to harvest. You taught us what to do with them, when to harvest, you know, what the different parts are for. And so then I did all that and then was able to harvest my own. I was a little nervous. I will say like, you know, when you're putting it together and you've got your, your strained dandelion goodness and, you know, you've got it sitting there in front of you and you're like, okay, now I get to make stuff with it but then you feel a little bit of nervousness that you're going to mess it up or it's not going to be good enough or it's not going to do what you want it to do, you know? And I shared my dandelion salve that I made. I ended up making some salve with it because uh, I thought it might help with uh, a variety of skin things and uh, with the osteoarthritis pain. And I shared some with my mother and I am not even kidding. She, this is what she tells me. She used a product from another place. I don't know if we're allowed to share these things on here or not. Yeah, share away. Okay, okay. <laughs> she's been like religiously using um, a muscle relief pain or joint and muscle relief pain salve from Mountain Rose Herbs in Eugene. And she ran out and didn't have any more on hand. And so she reached for the one I made. And I'm thinking, oh, you just reached for it then. But anyway, so she reaches <laughs> for mine. She calls me. She never calls me. And she says to me, that she couldn't believe how much more effective it was than the stuff that she had been paying for. And that I better have more. She's going to need more. She's been going through it. And I was like, 
what? And you're like, it works. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> if I'm being totally honest, like I wasn't really using it that much because I wasn't sure. And I thought, oh, I don't know. And then when I heard that from my mother, I thought, oh my God, I'm a magician. You know, like, <laughs> oh my God. I did it. It's so true. You are a magician. <laughs> you are now a plant magician. It's so beautiful. That is, that's a great story. And I think it, there's so much truth to that. Like there's a lot of great other herbal medicine makers and companies and products out there. And, and I love mountain rose. Like they, we work together. They, I, I use their herbs. They, I'm an affiliate of theirs, all of that great stuff. But the dramatic difference when you are making your own remedies is mm. amazing. Like there is more medicine to it. And I'm not, you know, I think it's energetic medicine that makes it better. And it's the fact that you grew it, you know, mountain rose is huge. Who knows how big the farm is that their stuff was grown from, you know, and not that they don't take the time to do some really great ethical sourcing, but my point being is that the medicine is more powerful when you make it on your own. And I feel that way with elderberry syrup, for instance, like when you go to get a bottle of it off the shelf at the store for $18 for four ounces that is gone in two days. <laughs> like, yeah. You can make such better stuff with your own remedies. And it's, I love hearing that story about you and your mom and the part where you were really nervous about it and like afraid to mess up or maybe even questioning the worth of the medicine you make. Mm -hmm. Can I just tell you that after having my own herbal products company for 10 years, I still have that feeling all of the time. (laughs) And I I did that with mountain mouse forever. Like I I, I formulated these based upon what I've learned through studying clinical herbalism and, and through using these plants with people and myself and, and all of those other things. But I like formulated them so many years ago that I kind of forgot about it and I would know what it was for, but still had this inner belief that, yeah, right. I'm sure it's just a bunch of woo woo junk and doesn't really work. And then, you know, I'd hear back from other people who had, um, used it. And I just hear how they felt after using my products. And I'm like, okay, this does work. And then I go back and I make the product again. And I'd be like, duh, (laughs) of course (laughs) this works. Look at the herbs in there. But just so you know, you're not alone in that. Like it's a thing, but the more you do it and the more you practice and the more you make, the more you get really awesome at those kinds of things. So That's exciting. I felt really good after your class. I mean, I've taken so many classes from you and they're always so, so amazing because they cover all the, I mean, you don't have to wonder, well, I don't know when I'm supposed to plant this, or I don't know what this is supposed to do. Or, I mean, we, we figure out all these things. And so I was excited to do my own garden. And, uh, I had my whole list after a class of all of the seeds and then our partnership to get the seeds. And so, um, I got all of mine and I was so excited and I grew them all and I was so, so, so through the roof about being able to like go back to my notes for my class and be able to know exactly when to harvest and how to harvest and what the steps were. And I think my favorite one was probably my calendula, <laughs> <laughs> my friend calendula. Yeah. Um, yes. And so uh, they, they exploded. 
like they exploded everywhere. I had no idea that was going to happen. And so I had calendula coming out of my ears. Yes. That's a dream life. (laughs) I I didn't know it was going to happen. And so I was, I was so excited, but I remember still having like insecurity about like, Oh, can I harvest both yellow and orange? Or is there a certain point, you know, where is it okay if you harvest them when they're, do they have to be fully open or can they be missing some petals? Like you can feel like sometimes you, you, you're your own worst enemy right. because you start to really work backwards on your, your confidence and being able to, because you're, that's, you're making something good. You're making medicine. And it, I think, um, sometimes I feel like, you know, I'm going to, that, that mistake making gets, it creeps in. I think that's the hardest part maybe for me is feeling like I don't need to have, um, you know, someone checking it over or, or something right. like, like you would with mushrooms yeah, or something like that, where you have to be double, triple sure. I, sometimes I feel like I need to be double, triple sure with something like making calendula sad, you know? <laughs> well, it's true. And I think that speaks to the, like, from my perspective as somebody who has been working with plants and studying plants for so long, it's, it's a relationship that you're forming with these plants. You're getting to know your beautiful frangula calendula. You're getting to know the dandelion and how it works. And, and there is a great quote on one. I'm not sure who actually stated the quote, but United Plant Savers passes out Mm. this lovely sticker that says, if you listen, they will teach you. And it's in reference to those plants. And so I think it's really wonderful that you're still cautious I wouldn't say like a lack of confidence, but curious and cautious as like, is this the right time? And that's when you can actually like start to listen to the plants and they'll be like, oh yeah, now is the time. <laughs> like I am ready to make medicine with you. And, and there'll be times when it's like, no, this is, this is not right. And I think opening up that field of energetic relationship with the plants mm-hmm. is really important because it's also a relationship with the earth and a relationship with yourself and a relationship with the medicine. And it, that is why you can continue studying herbalism for the rest of your life right there. Like, because they're going to teach you something new every year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really beautiful. I love that piece. <laughs> I love being able to go places and I know what plants are. And then everyone around me thinks I'm this amazing, like person who knows stuff. I'm like, you are an amazing person <laughs> who knows stuff. <laughs> that works out perfectly. But yeah, that's a fun thing, isn't it? Like they're like, Oh wow. So then they start calling you and like texting you at weird hours of the day. What's this plant? And yeah. Well, like even with cleavers, you yeah. know, or, uh, Gosh, or horsetails even. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, you like know all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty cool. Did you know this was food? This is medicine. This is how you can yeah. use it as medicine. I think that's like one of the most powerful gifts to have. Like, and it's everywhere, like cleavers and horsetail, like both yeah. such really powerful medicine and and everywhere. Ooh, mm-hmm. horsetail. That that's so nourishing too, Amanda, just per our conversation prior to this going live. (laughs) Something to think about there this spring as it comes up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that feeling too. And I know a lot of people ask me to take them on plant walks often and one day I'll get back to it, but I haven't for a while. Um, I think for me, because when I get out in nature, that's my time. It's like my peace time. So 
and now to think about it, I get out in nature every day. So <laughs> I'm really <laughs> blessed for that. But uh, yeah, there's so much to be gifted there in being able to walk through those hills and share that with your friends. And I know you go on a lot of hikes. So, and it sounds like you go out on hikes with really amazing humans too. So hopefully you're sharing all of that good info with them. Yeah. And, you know, and not even just hikes, but I think one of the biggest things that I learned um, after some of your classes was just uh, recently, last year, bought a new house. The whole yard was sort of an open, like a clean slate, Yeah, let's say, and um, no grass in most of it. And some of it had been garden at one point, but it was just like, who knows what's going to happen? So I decided I didn't want to grass it in because I wanted to yank out all the grass that was there and like plant plants instead. Um, And I thought I wanted to get, I wanted it to go natural. So I thought, okay, this is my chance to see what this area is going to do. What a yard with just letting dandelions grow is going to look like and clover. And it was amazing because what I discovered was my yard was full of food and full of medicine that I didn't even put there. And some of that was amazing because I would have, I would have looked right over it if it hadn't been for your class, like plantain everywhere. And I wouldn't have known that if it hadn't been for your class. I love that. (laughs) Like I even taught my parents, I'm like, that's plantain, you know, like they didn't know, but they knew what plantain was and they would get it in the grocery store with something else. But anyway, or they get the plantain banana. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 But I was amazed. I there was all kinds of flowers that grew and little teeny tiny like hot pink or orange flowers I'd never seen before. Um, some of it was a, a total disaster, and I'll just own that. That you know there are some plants that are wild that are crazy hard and hardy, and they don't want to leave. But you know, other than that, it was just an incredible uh, kind of experiment and like just going completely natural and discovering what was going to kind of appear and what we could keep alive, you know, and it was amazing. Yeah. That really blew me away. That's awesome. Yeah. I loved watching the transformation of your new backyard and the garden going (laughs) in and you're like, look at my calendula. I watched you make all that dandelion stuff. And I'm like, Ooh, what's she going to do with that? And it's so good to hear that your mom just fell in love with it. Um, when we can give our parents good medicine and they love it, like what a good reward. I don't know if you just felt like that was like, I taught my parents something <laughs> or like yeah, I really no, helped my amazing. parents finally. Yeah. yeah. I feel that. I, I just thought that was the first time I think I'd created anything and someone actually said, wow, that actually, that worked like on a thing. And they weren't even, I know she wasn't even really expecting it, you know, cause it's not from a store maybe or something like that, but she was totally surprised. I, I was totally surprised, you know, like, I, I mean, I was hoping it would, but like for it to actually do something for someone, holy moly. I mean, I couldn't, I can't imagine what kind of like joy you float on every day, like knowing that you're just like blowing people away all the time. That's awesome. <laughs> it's an amazing feeling. It is an amazing feeling. It's an, it's intoxicating and it's an honor and it's, it's yeah. a gift. And uh, yeah, I couldn't be more grateful than being on the continuous journey down the herbalist path as much as that may sound cheesy saying the name of my podcast over and over, but that's exactly what it is. And when I reflect back on what like has brought me to where I am today with the world of herbalism, it has absolutely been on a path. Like it started literally 
on a path on trails with me being a hiking guide and backpacking guide and just seeing all the toxic junk out there and knowing that knowing that there had to be a different and better way. And that's kind of where I set off on that path. And I think that's why I kind of chose that name, but um, it's a beautiful journey and it's a never ending journey. And to now start to share it with people like you and to hear that you feel empowered and that you gain this sense of confidence and that you're helping your family and you're helping your friends and you're sharing all of this knowledge with your friends. Like that's an amazing feeling. <laughs> like, I love hearing Yes, I love hearing people like being excited about my products, but knowing that I can share it with someone like you and you're going to go out there and share it with those that you know and love and that's going to make herbalism spread like wildflowers. That's beautiful. That's amazing. So <laughs> thank you for sharing that. <laughs> uh, that's really, really nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> that makes me all, all kinds of giddy for sure. Um, why would you think... In regards to like this program, you've shared so much already. So one, thank you so much for that. Um, I'm wondering what you think other students might need to know for people that might think about joining Herbs for Immune Health this year. Um, I'm switching it up a little this year, by the way, Amanda, like I'm adding in a couple of different herbs into each category that we talk about and we're going to have even more fun with it because I'm going to be a little less stressed putting it together like I was last year. And then I'm creating a new bonus now where we're going to take everything mushrooms and put it into a whole nother like mini course. And I just Ooh. announced that bonus for people today. So I want to dive a little deeper in the world of mushrooms with you guys and then just share some other plants that really can be helpful. So I'm excited and I'm hoping that you're going to join us for some of the live Q and a sessions and uh, yeah, cause you get access for life. So uh, <laughs> that means you get access to all of the upgrades and each year when I'm like, Oh, but we need to add this plant and Oh, we need to add that plant or what other kinds of shifts. But um that was a lot of talking when really all I asked you is what do you think other students might need to know? <laughs> oh man. Well, um, I would say just let go of any of your preconceived notions about any of it really. And, um, just go in with an open mind and an empty notebook and do some hand exercises because you're going to be writing down a lot. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, seriously, I mean, take a lot of notes. I mean, that's what I did. I got myself a notebook and I mean, I just packed it full of this whole thing. And now, you know, you, you made it so easy where we could just pause. And now I've got this really nicely like laid out. Um, this is plantain, blah, 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 blah. And this is when you, you know, harvest and this is how to harvest and this is what you do with it. And, and it's all in there and um, different bits about the anatomy and, I can refer back to it whenever I need to. And I, I love that because you can't keep it all in your brain. Yeah. And so I'll forget. And like, I saw, we did a foot soak and I'm like, Oh my God, I could have need, I could have used that foot soak like a thousand times you know, on the last two weeks. Um, and it's, I think, I think I would say, get ready to save yourself a lot of money or at least um, you're saving yourself money on store-bought things mm -hmm. like, like the foot soak, for example, instead of going and buying some $10 thing in a bag at target, 
you're going to be learning how to buy fresh herbs, you know, at your market and then go home and then prepare it in your own kitchen, make your whole house smell good, make you feel good in the process because you're doing something good for yourself. Yeah. And then you're going to stick those feet in that thing that you just made yourself. And it's going to be like a thousand times better, you know, like that's what it's all about, you know? And that's what I would say is, um, you just have to be prepared to just have your socks knocked off because you really start to feel like, Oh my God, I've been like doing it wrong. And and really, I think it's not that we're doing it wrong. We're just, we're, we're taught to, to convenience Mm -hmm. and convenience isn't always good. And so it's not always best. It's not always healthy. It's not always, um, in the best interest of the environment. So, um, connecting with a person like you, who is very, uh, experienced and knowledgeable and amazing and hilarious herbalist who can like fill our brains full of like earth and body healing magical things like yeah that's I just think I went off on a tangent but um (laughs) (laughs) my heart's all melty (laughs) um that is beautiful thank you I always loved in class like seeing how full your notebook was like you were always (laughs) writing and making this notebook so beautiful and so creative and as I put together all of the content for the class to see what you made of it was really, really beautiful too. Like that was just really lovely. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's intoxicating to me. And I, um, I know that the course isn't about me, <laughs> you know, it's about what my students get from the course and how they can grow and how they can continue to use the knowledge and the information. And that's definitely one of my intentions behind building it all out is making sure that you can refer back to that information because it's a never ending study and it's a lot of information. And I try really hard to make a lot of heavy scientific information to not be too overwhelming. So I'm wondering if you felt overwhelmed during the course, I would not be surprised if you were, because there was a lot. Uh, But I also try to just Bring in a little fun and a little like practicality mixed with a lot of science as well <laughs> and history and art. And um, yeah, I wonder if you did feel overwhelmed. I don't think so. No, good. Um, <laughs> no, not, you know, like I've been, I had to take anatomy classes just like 10 years ago when I was going back to school for my undergrad. And then I had to do it again back in 2018 when I was trying to get certified to teach yoga. And at those times in my life, I was extremely overwhelmed with the anatomy bits and pieces like, and there, they were not being taught in a way that was like conducive to all types of learners. And it was just like, just madness and stress. And it was not fun at all. Whereas your class was quite the opposite. And so uh, it was, it was, it was just, you were learning the parts that were necessary to make sense, you know, to give you the context that was needed. And I, I think you're right. Like there's, there's no way to do it without it because it's important, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it helps like, it helps give context. Like uh, I don't think, well, let's see, like it's easy to see a commercial on TV and know this particular thing, I'm going to go to the store and get Tums, for example, because I know that product is supposed to help me when my stomach hurts or whatever. Um, 
And instead you want, now I'm forgetting my train of thought here. You want different plants that can help do what is going on with your stomach. (laughs) Yeah. Well, like changing the way that we think about things. So like the context changes because you're understanding a few steps back. Like you just noticed your stomach hurts. You're just going to think about fixing the hurt, not fixing the underlying reason why it's hurting. So I feel like your class does a very good job of not stressing you out and teaching you the bits that are necessary in order to go on to understanding, right? So learning that Robitussin or Tums or whatever is, is going to help the stomach, you know, that's what we learn in, you know, the convenience society, mm-hmm. but like through you, we're learning, you know, this is your body. This is the body when it's, you know, not doing what it's supposed to do. And this is the plant that's going to help it do the thing. And, you know, it's just better. Yeah. And you do it in a way that's fun. And I've <laughs> learned it in very unfun ways. So right. I would know. A <laughs> and can be a taxing thing. I mean, our bodies are so complex. That's, that's the reality. And to like dive as fully deep as I've had to dive and studying clinical herbalism, or I can imagine doing your college standard A and P courses, like it's heavy and it's deep. Um, but having that basic understanding of the systems you're trying to work with, with plants and, and recognizing the underlying cause, like you just said, instead of like, we're, we're taught in Western medicine to treat X with Y and everything will be great. Right. Right, right. (laughs) But that's not the case. If we can look beneath that and see what's really going on inside of our bodies, that's when we really start to learn how to use these plants and use them well and use them in a safe and super effective way. And I think that's the powerful stuff, you know? Yeah. Well, and you, you did this uh, magical thing of being able to explain it in a way that when I explained it to somebody else, like I could do it, like I could repeat it. And I knew what I was saying to them. And they're like, wow, you know, <laughs> awesome. like I could be like, oh, well, I bet you that's this and that. Cause surprise, surprise, like most folks around me still to this moment, you know, everyone's got gut problems and all talking about it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. True story. <laughs> that's everywhere. And it's not, yeah. not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, uh, that's for sure. I wish that it were, but I mean, luckily we now know some of the tools and keys to help make that happen. So that's, that's super duper nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, gosh, it's really great to hear these things. Cause I haven't really been able to talk with you very much since last year, it seems. And you've gone through so much trans transition. Like I've seen all of your photos and I've seen life through your eyes as much as social media can allow that to happen. (laughs) And um, I haven't been able to actually like talk to you about all of this. So it's, it means a lot to me. I'm really grateful that you're sharing this with me because it validates a lot of what I'm trying to share with others. So um, it's beautiful that it was easy for you and approachable and thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, I loved your classes. I uh, ate them up like crazy. They were extremely digestible and fun and made me feel like I was I, I could do it, you know, without like having to well, I don't know, just put myself into into a college, for example, or uh I don't know. 
I felt like I was empowered. That's all I, I, that's the best thing I can say is I felt empowered to be able to do all these things on my own and to actually feel like I could share it with other people and that it was going to work and smell good and, you know, be all the things and, or taste good or whatever it is you're making. And, um, it's so much fun confident about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much fun sharing it with people, I think to be like, Oh, here you go. I, I can help. I can help you right now with this little plant. And yeah, so many of us in our society are just like, yeah, sure. Okay. You know, or I'm just going to go to the convenience store and pick up whatever this thing is that I can't even pronounce, but we have so many resources at our fingertips to work with. So gosh, thanks, Amanda. (laughs) Um, Anything else that you think we should share with anybody? I know you've shared so much, like you've shared way more than I was expecting. So it's awesome. Yeah. Um, hmm, I would just say um, if anyone is still feeling like their confidence is like, oh, when working with stuff, like just keep keep going, you know, yeah. and test it on yourself and, and, you know, make your significant other, your best friend, like test for you and just keep, keep going. Even if the consistency comes out weird or maybe the smell didn't turn out the way you thought it would, or, you know, just don't stop, just keep going. And, um, yeah, have fun with it. Chalk it up as more experience and more like, yeah. um, those lessons, even when you may mess up, those are learning lessons, you know, and you're going to mess up. I still do today. You know, I'm like, Ooh, let me experiment with this. Oh, that I wasn't supposed to do it that way. Or you forget (laughs) that like, you've got something infusing and you're like, you know, you get to it way later. (laughs) You're like, "Uh Oh, I ruined that. You know, that's unfortunate, but, um, it happens. It happens to the best of us. And sometimes you're going to make something and it's not going to come out as awesome. Um, I think another key pointer is to remind people to always write down their recipes if they want to be able to recreate something, Mm -hmm. because sometimes you might be creating something and then you don't write down that recipe and you really fall in love with whatever you created and you can't make it again. (laughs) Like That's sad. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Get yourself a notebook. Yeah. Yeah. I have an amazing (laughs) notebook like you do. I've got stacks and stacks of notebooks also from my years of learning from various teachers and I still refer back to them. And it's so fun to like, see the date of like 2010. And I'm like, Oh, (laughs) like, that's really cool. I was hanging out in the room with this great herbalist learning from them way back when, um, what an honor, (laughs) you know, it's so much fun. So Thank you so much, Amanda. Um, I feel like I should do a quick walkthrough. I want to share. So I just announced, I, I think I said this momentarily, um, that I'm doing like a whole nother mini course, just specific on mushrooms and how to make medicine with the mushrooms and what mushrooms and lichen also anything fungi, um, what ones to look for when it comes to boosting immune health and strength and resilience. So kind of offering that whole section as a little bonus for people that sign up for herbs for immune health by tonight at midnight. And then I was thinking I might share with them a quick walkthrough of what the course looks like. Do you want to hang out real quick while I do that? Or Sure. Yeah. Um, I am doing the older version, the version that you took. So I'm going to be transferring you and all of the other students from last year over to the new version 
but some pieces of it are still being built out. So we'll just go over the older one. It's going to shift and change a little bit, but it'll give people the idea of what's going to go on inside of here. So give me a second and I will do a little screen share action. Hopefully. (laughs) This one. So... Again, what I am sharing is what it looks like inside of this version of the course from last year. So it is going to change a little bit. I don't have such a long title. (laughs) It's now just herbs for immune health. You don't have to do a deep dive, though it really is a deep dive um, and definitely for strength and resilience as well. So this is just the beginning of it. And you can go through, there's a little welcome section, a little hi from me. I do a little outline and objectives. And I would go through that right now. But again, we're going to shift a little bit through this year's course. A lot of the same content, um, but we're adding to it and going to make it even more fun because I've learned a lot um, since doing this first one as an online teacher. Like, been teaching herbalism for a long time, but bringing it online is a whole other ballgame. So we start out with your immune system, and you get to meet the members of your immune army and learn about your immune system's job. And then when you're inside the course, you can just pop into here. Um, You'll click each module, and each module is going to come out on Monday mornings. So about 8 o'clock in the morning, you'll get access to the new module for that week. There's little videos in here. Um, I play it, but you don't want to hear my voice double time. And then I have downloads of the slides. You can do audio downloads of every single lesson. There is a worksheet for each lesson. This year, we're going to add in some quizzes so that you can really make sure that you're following along on the information. Um, And this is basically what it looks like inside of one module. We'll be talking about the innate immune system and how it works. We'll be talking about the adaptive immune system and how it works. And we'll talk about different lifestyle aspects that you can choose to really strengthen and boost the immune system. And then each week we're going to do a live Q&A session. We do them on Thursdays. Since the modules come out on Mondays, it gives you a couple days to watch everything and come up with your questions and that kind of thing. Um, And then you can go to the next category and it's really, really easy. This is when we start talking about the various herbs. So we'll be talking about things like astragalus and immunomodulators. So these are the herbs that are going to help, um, help improve communication amongst your immune system. And they are going to help you know when you need to upregulate or downregulate that or so, so suppress the immune system, which does need to happen sometimes in life. Um, And you can get all the slides. There's always a recipe or two for each herb. We talk about ashwagandha and eleuthero. This year, I'm adding a few more plants into this section, um, which again, this is a last year's version of the course. So it's only going to get better. Um, And then we do some this is, this is the mushroom section, which is coming in a whole different world this time around. So you can then go into the next category. It's all really easy. Um, 
we talk about the immune stimulant herbs and we go through each of those. We talk about what it means and when's the best time to take them. We talk about the different doses you might want and different medicines you can make with each remedy. Um, and then, yeah, a nice recipe download for each one will come up, which is nice. And then you can also listen to all of the classes via MP4. So you can like tune into it on a walk or something and you get all these downloadable recipes. Um, what else is in here? I'm going to go back to the beginning. There's also a whole section that will be in there that is just specific for resources and recipes. So you don't get lost too bad. Or when you do, you can be like, okay, I'm just going to go to the resources section. I know the recipes there. I'm going to grab it. So that will then hopefully become easier for you. Sometimes I take some videos of walks in the woods where I share with <laughs> some other lichen and plants and mushrooms that you can go out and harvest and learn how to identify them and how to gather them in a sustainable fashion that ensures that they're going to come back for future generations, um, which is really, really important when it comes to gathering your plant medicine. And I iterate that a lot. <laughs> um, the whole reason I do this is because of my love for the planet. So then we have this year, we're going to do a whole module just on respiratory herbs. We're going to talk a little more about how the respiratory system works. We're also going to do a whole module on lymphatic herbs and talk about how the lymphatic system works within the immune system as well. And then we're going to learn about how we can handle all of those. So a little more added to the course this year. And then I can't find it in here, but there's a whole section that's just all about the acute symptoms that you may be dealing with also, like when it comes time for your cough, what are you going to do? How are you going to handle that? And you're going to have a whole module on that, how to handle different kinds of sneezes and, and sinus infections and how to handle the fever and how to handle the flu and, and all of those kinds of things. So inside the course, you not only learn about how your immune system works so that you know why it's so important to take care of it, you're also going to learn about the respiratory system, the lymphatic system, the herbs that you can use that work with that system, and the energetics of those herbs. So there's a different time for certain respiratory herbs than others. Like you don't necessarily want an expectorant or anything like that when you can't, when you're, you have really dry cough, that's not when you want it. So I'm getting a little babbly about that, but I just wanted to share what it looks like inside of there. And I'm going to stop share. And I think I did that. Yep. I did. And then, yeah, it's, it's pretty easy, I think. And hopefully only going to be easier this year to navigate than it was last year. And yeah. I feel like I might've missed something in that walkthrough, but <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> I think you got it all. It looked familiar. Everything was yeah. familiar to me. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm hoping to make it even better this year. Not hoping, planning to. So adding more plants to it and, and more fun. So yeah. Yay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> awesome. Anything else, Amanda? What else is important? Um, You've done such a great job at sharing your experience and I'm so <laughs> grateful. Thank you. Feels good. Yeah, it was an awesome class. I had a great time. I learned so much. I mean, I, even now with other things that aren't even related, you know, you, you just 
you learn so much, it just affects you in other ways. So you're like, you know what a carminative is. And then it, that helps in a variety of situations, you know, and uh, what is that? A mucosa? Mucilaginous. Mucil- yes. Yes. Like, you know, just... <laughs> You know, you just start to pick up these things and you understand what they are, what they're for in, you know, different ways that your body works and um, you just know stuff or your kids or your loved ones or your friend are like, oh, I'm feeling blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you know what? I know a thing or two about that. Yeah. I I bet I know how I can help you or how to help you help yourself. Yeah, that's it. How to help you help yourself. Yeah. And it's just, it feels good because like all of a sudden you feel like, you know, about so much more. Like I felt that way. If it's, if it helps like have context that like you go out in the forest and you're looking at all this green, you don't know what all the green stuff is, but you know, there's different textures, there's different things growing. And then you take a class and you learn about all these different green things you've got. And you're like, Oh, that's trillium. And that's a fern. And that's, that's a sword fern and a lady fern and a bracken fern. And all of a sudden you're like, I know all these ferns. And <laughs> you wouldn't have known that unless you'd gotten this context for, for what you're looking at. And it's, it's the same thing with these herbs. And then it's just a thousand times awesomer because we have you Aww. giving us all of this context into why, you know, and the what's and the, all that good stuff. And, and that I feel like was probably even more important than learning about the the fun herb part, because um, I don't know, we don't get to learn that stuff. We don't understand our bodies in a really good way. So then flus and COVIDs come around and we don't fully understand it and anything around it. And I don't know, the more people we have learning from people like you, the better. So everyone should take a class. (laughs) The end, sign up, do it. You're amazing, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of The Herbalist Path. Being on this journey with you is absolutely incredible. If you dig this episode, please leave me a review on your favorite podcast player and share it with your friends so that together we can make herbalism hashtag spread like wildflowers. On another note, I must mention that while I know you're getting some good info here, it's important to remember that this podcast is purely for entertainment and educational purposes and is not intended to be a substitute for medical treatment. While the information in this podcast is absolutely relevant, herbs work differently for each person and each condition. That's why I recommend you work with a qualified practitioner, whether that be another herbalist, a naturopath, or your doctor. So thank you again. I am truly honored that you're tuning into these episodes and on the path with me to make sure that there's an herbalist in every home again. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends so that we can make herbalism. Hashtag spread like wildflowers. take a quick pause to show some love and gratitude to our sponsors of the Herbalist Path podcast who make this show possible for me and possible for you too. So here it goes. Medicinal mushrooms are all the rage these days, if you didn't know already. And 
with great reason, because they are powerful medicine that can improve your health and your life in so many different ways, when they're well-made. Yeah, it's true. There's a lot of stuff on the market that isn't going to be so effective. And that's why you need to find a brand that you can actually trust. For me, that brand is Whole Sun Wellness. And this is the creation of a brilliant woman and fellow mama, Jamie Bonfiglio. She's an international mushroom educator that has been working in the medicinal mushroom industry for years. And this is when she saw firsthand how many other companies take shortcuts when it comes to their products. And Jamie wasn't having it. She set out to build her company the right way. Whole Sun Wellness is here to raise the industry standards so those crap mushrooms on the market aren't getting into your body or your family's body. Whole Sun Wellness is the first company to test and report nutritional facts for all of their extracts. They go beyond industry standards every step of the way, from sourcing to extraction and final testing. And as the owners of the largest medicinal mushroom farm in the United States, Whole Sun Wellness is taking control of their supply chain for the highest quality and absolute full transparency. They're even the first company to include pure mycelium extract in every single product. So when you're thinking of getting medicinal mushrooms for you and your family, Whole Sun Wellness is exactly the ones you want. Also, be sure to check out their new Mycolites. These are the world's first dissolvable electrolyte tablets. They're featuring functional mushroom extracts that'll give you more energy, more stamina, and recovery as well. And who couldn't use all of that? The other thing is, they are these adorable little mushroom-shaped tablets, and they come in like a little Altoids box, but way cooler than Altoids, because they're Mycolites. Anyways, head to wholesunwellness.com to grab yourself some Mycolites and all of the other functional medicinal mushrooms that you and your family need. And of course, you can grab that link right here in the show notes now. 